Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We continue our examination of Ephesians. We're in the first chapter. And we're up to the 15th verse right now. But let me back up and start with the 13th verse. And I will tell you why. Let me just read the first few words of the 15th verse. It says this, For this reason, for this reason, well, what reason? And when you're reading just through the flow of it, you will understand what the context is. But when you sort of share the way we are in, you know, moments here, moments there, verse by verse type of thing, you can lose sight of the entire context. So Ephesians chapter 1, verse 13 says this, In him... You also, after listening to the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation, having also believed, you were sealed in him with the Holy Spirit of promise, who is given as a pledge of our inheritance, with a view to the redemption of God's own possession, to the praise of his glory. For this reason, I too. So what was the reason? It was for the reason that they had heard the message the gospel of salvation, and they had believed. And when they believed, they were sealed in the Lord with the Holy Spirit, by the Holy Spirit. And so then he tells us that the Holy Spirit was given as a pledge, a down payment on an inheritance that is yet to come. And that inheritance is the inheritance that we have in view of the redemption, the redemption of all of God's possession. And all of this, folks, is to the praise of the glory of his grace. And we talked a good bit about that in the last couple of episodes. So for this reason, verse 15, I too, having heard of the faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, which exists among you, and your love for all the saints, do not cease giving thanks for you while making mention of you in my prayers. So uh, Paul was always... Uh, even when he was in uh, having to correct things, even uh, boldly correcting things, he was always doing so in love. And he would bring forth a word of encouragement, a word of exhortation. And here he's letting them know, he says, it's for this reason that, you know, after I heard of your faith in the Lord and the love that you have for one another and the love that you have for all the saints, because of that, I, I do not cease giving thanks for you. And he's saying, you know, I'm thankful for you all the time. Not of course... People can get snarky with it and say, <coughs> is that all he does? You sit around all day long giving thanks because he says he does not cease giving thanks for you. Well, you know what, we, what he means by that. The idea being that when he thinks of them, he's giving thanks for them. And that they are always on his mind. Even if he's doing this, if he's doing that, whatever it may be, that they are on his mind. And he gives thanks to you while making mention of you in my prayers. That actually gives some insight into when he's giving thanks to them. When he's praying, they come to his mind. He mentions them in his prayer. And he gives thanks to the Most High God for them. But the sentence continues. Verse 17. I do not cease giving thanks for you while making mention of you in my prayers that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ the Father of glory, may give you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him. Now, folks, you know, I've, I've said it many, many times in our 
uh, just our initial look in here at Ephesians, that uh, there is so much that's being revealed about Father, Son, and Spirit. So much is being revealed about us as believers. So much being revealed about what it truly means to be saved. We need to give real close attention, folks, real close attention uh, to these verses that are here. What he's giving thanks and what he's mentioning in his prayer, he's asking God, and notice what we learned about God, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ. And again, it ties into that mystery and the wonder of the nature of the Godhead, of Father, Son, Spirit, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, God the Father is God the Father of the Lord Jesus Christ. But notice that Jesus Christ is our Lord. And then he says, the Father of glory. Okay, the Father of glory. All glory comes from, emanates from the Father. That he, and notice it's God doing this, that he may give you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him. And so we see uh, three things right here. <coughs> we see wisdom, revelation, and we see knowledge. Revelation and knowledge are tied together. He's praying that the Lord will grant to them wisdom. And that word wisdom, what is that word? Is it, uh, yeah, Sophia, that's what I thought. It means uh, wisdom. Don't you love that? It means skill and cleverness in learning. Okay, You have uh, a spirit of wisdom. You have discerning of spirits. You have spirits of understanding. So he's saying, I'm asking that God will grant that. Not something from man, folks, but that the Lord will give you a spirit of wisdom. And then that he will give you revelation, apocalypsis. Uh-huh. That's where we get the word apocalypse, which is actually what the last book of the Bible is called, the apocalypse of John, the revelation of John. And that's what apocalypsis means. It means an uncovering, a revealing, a revelation, a disclosing, a manifestation. Okay? So what he's saying is, I'm praying that God will give you his spirit, the spirit of wisdom. Now, this isn't uh, talking about the Holy Spirit, per se, okay? But it comes to the Holy Spirit. We all can have wisdom from the Father, the wisdom from the Holy Spirit, but then there's a spiritual gift of wisdom also, which is a, a, an interesting thing we'll look at some other time, okay? Now, this revelation, this uncovering, and of revelation in the knowledge of Him. So what is He praying for? that they would have an uncovering, okay? a revelation, a revealing of the knowledge, the knowledge of him, of who the Lord Jesus Christ is, of who God the Father is. A true recognition, epignosis is what it means, knowledge, understanding, recognition of who they are. Uh, one translation is full discernment. Okay? He said, this is what I'm praying for you. This is what I uh, lay before the Lord, that the God of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of Him. True knowledge about God the Father, about the Lord Jesus Christ, about the Spirit, comes from them. Okay? True wisdom and true knowledge and true revelation about that knowledge comes from Him. It cannot come from man. It can't come from the soulish realm. It definitely can't come from the body realm. Okay, It comes from God the Father. And that's what he was saying. He said, I am praying 
that this will happen to you. Now, he continues on in this prayer. We're going to stop right here. The New American Standard, which I'm reading right now, puts a period at this and ends it as a sentence. Uh, three other translations I'm looking at right now all put a comma or a colon or semicolon there to show that the idea is being carried on into the next verses about what he is praying for them that the Lord will grant to them. We'll look at that next time, okay? In the meantime, for today, know this, the Lord desires to give you a spirit of wisdom and the Lord desires and will give you revelation in the knowledge of who he is. Seek it, ask for it, he will grant it. Again, I'm Dale. I'll see you again next time. Goodbye.